Peace, peace. Thank you for joining us at the I'm in Rock Connections. I'm your host, Kane, and I'm joined here by... Richard. And again, I'd like to say thank you for joining us here at the I'm in Rock Connections. We are going to be talking about um, a various amount of subjects today because the subjects kind of encompass a, major, uh, a question that we wanted to ask. And that question being... What do we feel, what what do me and Richard think is best that black people, and just people in general, but definitely black people, excuse me, should know in the world, especially in this day with the times that we're dealing with, what do we think is some of the best things and topics for us to, to discuss and to be aware of? And so that's going to be our topic discussion for today. And as always... Before we get into our topic discussion, we have a current event or something that just happened in the world or something of interest we bring to you before we get into our topic discussion. And today we have the documentary by Matt Walsh titled, What is a Woman? We went over it and watched a um, few key parts and highlights of it. And I think it was just um, very interesting, a very interesting dynamic in the time because we are coming to this junction that I think is very important in life to where the people who see normality, you know, and, and people would even start to claim that as a controversial term, like what is, what is normal? What is, you know, the normality of things? And so, um, the people that we we can just say, see, see the normal normality of, you know, man and woman to adults, men are men, women are women, you know, um, these these things are becoming more and more what we can say um, controversial. You know, to you know to say a woman is you know to say a man is not a woman in certain states, in certain places can land you in jail. You can you you know you misgender your children or misgender somebody. They are considering that a hate crime. And so it's just you know a lot of um a lot of things that are are going on on in the world regarding this you know you're getting you're having men being put in prison with women because they say they're transitioning as women and you know so there's but you know the sports and the um different dynamics of you know men taking over the sports of women and um uh, and I think honestly I think it's just a very important thing to talk about because. It is um, it is goes into protecting women, as I see it, right. And as a man, I find I see protecting women at protecting women as an important value, important attribute of being a man. And so, and just and just making sure that we're doing our part in society to make sure. They you know feel comfortable in a way in a way in the space, and I think the last thing in doing that is allowing men who think they are women to preoccupy women's spaces, and that's definitely the thing that is ending up happening um with the whole transgender movement and so i think and and it's also causing what you know. Uh, usually happens in Western society when they get a hold of things, confusion. You know, it's causing a bunch of confusion in the children and people as it should because it's just a confusing concept when we already had the concept that was correct. And so 
I think it just goes to show that um the world is in a dynamic place, a changing state, you know, and I think that we just have to be abreast and keep and keep ourselves aware of the things that are going on. And I think um the documentary was just interesting to point out because it was it it just one thing that it displayed to me that I definitely found very interesting is that there are a bunch of medical professionals, medical and collegiate professionals that are supporting this idea, right? So you have what we would consider the academic elite, right? This is, you know, I guess what we can call it, the one of the, you know, they go to eight years to get a doctorate degree or a sociology degree, you know, other, you know, extra schooling to get their degrees. And we still are coming. So I think this, um, and then we even also have colleges, institutions, you know, companies, a bunch of, um, corporations and uh, sponsors behind it as well. So it's definitely a a margin I would um marketed campaign, right? And I definitely think that we are um what I would say will be are being gaslit, especially as black people, to support this by saying, well they're a marginalized community, so you guys are being hypocrites if you don't support them because you're a marginalized community, so how can do you really care about marginalized people or do you only care about yourselves? So this is a gaslighting tactic that um people like to use when we are in disagreements with the whole concept and connotations of a man being the man and a woman being a woman. That does, you know. And so I think it was just very interesting uh, from the documentary that it, it it showed the levels of of depth of thoughts that it goes through as um because we had a family therapist we had a we had a um a, a a trans doctor a man who transitioned into a woman who gave fake vaginas to other men in the uh tier that wanted to become women so that was his job as a market and he and he even called us dinosaurs and by saying that we're the dinosaurs of the world and the people that think like you know there are disagreements with this whole thought process of dinosaurs and things so just i, I just found the, the documentary very interesting but um before i get my uh final thoughts i just want to ask richard what were your whole thoughts on the documentary and just this concept of um things that were going on with the transitioning of men and women and the sports and just all the, the things you kind of heard and discussed over it or um seen over it yeah we're dinosaurs because we're not trending <clears throat> you know this is a trend this is a money-making thing you know this is about a whole nother industry of making money making money by you know turning men into women women into men and the whole politics behind it the economics behind it the social conditioning behind it, the cultural warfare behind it. Because when you're looking at black people, we're natural people. And this kind of thing is not natural. Transgender, there ain't nothing natural about that. That's artificial. That's changing one natural thing to another natural thing. You know, that's your GMO foods. You know, that's your Franken foods, right? So this is all a part of the same process of turning something natural into something unnatural. And we did a lecture on that, you know? We did a, well, we did a podcast called Organic Versus Artificial. It's the same kind of thing. 
So a woman is a, a, a person that has a vagina in a, in a womb. Organically. Organically, right. right. So like, um, how do a woman identify? Who cares? I mean, that's her own psychological issue. If she doesn't identify what she, with what she was biologically created to be. And the same with the he. So, you know, this is that white man magic. <laughs> and we have to stay away from that stuff. This is cultural warfare at its best. So this is just another part of that cultural warfare against us. And all we have to do is not participate. Let's just don't participate in it. And, and then that homophobic thing that, that they try to use on us. Well, first of all, what does phobic mean? The word phobic is the fear of, right? So like, you know, when they say that, they're just saying that you're afraid of homos. So, you know, like, I'm not afraid of homos. (laughs) You know, I could care less about homos except for the idea of that they're doing something really creepy, right? And then they want to pass that creepiness on to our children. No, see, that's where I have to step in and say, no, I'm not with the creepy. So I have to push back on the creepy. Um, It's not natural. It's not normal. And I know it's a part of the cultural warfare against black people, people of color, natural people. So, yeah, we all have to push back on that. And and just because you're pushing back on it doesn't mean that you hate those people and you want to be violent against those people. Um, Nobody said anything about being violent. I mean, I know white folk be violent. But, you know, black folk have a tendency to just turn it back on it, and that's what we should be doing, turning our back on it. Right. I definitely think um, that is an important point when we come to think, to realize about what's really going on with um, the whole scheme of things and how they, again, will try to, like like we said, gaslight us and say that we are um, trying to be violent. And even the whole, um, and I think that our our biggest thing that I want to add on top of that is that, you know, uh, I think most people's issues, especially um, black people's issue who kind of speak out against it, it's not that what the person choose to do because adults can, are consenting adults and they can do what they want to do. That's, you know, their own thing. I think the biggest thing that we see it as is when they say it's a part of nature. It's a natural thing, it's, you know, and, and that's where the biggest line that we draw is like, okay, see, that's where, you know, the we draw, you know, I think, you know, we draw the line in the sand because it's, it's, uh, it's not a natural thing, it's just something you want to do. Now, that's, you know, I think that's the problem that, uh, you know, the community itself doesn't want to necessarily, they want to portrayed and persuade us that it's a natural thing versus a thing that they just choose in their mind and that is that's the biggest issue that we have about you know them bringing to our kids and all the things else instead of saying it's just a preference and the choice that they have that they choose to make they want to you know either knowingly or unknowingly propagate a lie saying that it's natural in nature and that's where you know especially as natural people and like you know, in, in a way, the black, you know, black people, we can be, should consider ourselves like guardians of the galaxy, guardians of the planet. We should, you know, look out for nature, look out for things, and we haven't been doing a good job of that recently. 
And that is a, a big part of why the planet is in turmoil because we haven't been looking out for it as well. And so that's another way in looking out for the nature of things is to not, uh, is to, is to not allow things in our minds that only exist in our minds to try to become parts of nature. And so I think that's, a, that's another important aspect to where we, we have to think of when we, um, we're looking into this because I think another, and I think another important thing is that we have to, um, even when we look back at the whole, you know, because they consider this, I guess, even when we were looking at the Roe versus world thing, well, Roe versus Wade, um, case, and they were talking about, you know, they were even saying, you know, trans women can get pregnant, trans women need men need abortions too and stuff like that. And so it, it it's just I, I think one thing too that's just very interesting that I do think these sisters and the women have to get together to work on is that, you know, they work so hard to get their own space, to, you know, secure their own space and right to do their own thing, have female sports, have you know, you know, you know, women's spaces to where they can do things as women that they want to do that just don't involve what they consider as housewife tasks and those things. And then they then turn around to give those back to men who now think they're women who are essentially still men. So you fought so hard to get your own space to just turn around to give it right back to men. And so I I think that was just another interesting point. As you're still fighting for women's rights at the same time, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and men are trying to take it away from you at, 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 at a turn. And, right. And so I think that's a, you know that that's just another aspect of something of things that we um, I think should dive in and look at as well. Because another thing that even made it interesting about um, the documentary. Is that the the same trans doctor who gave the uh, fake vaginas and things would would um so when the interviewer brought up the trans able community and so basically someone in a marginalized community that is dealing with a problem that is associated with their identity right you know all of the same things the transgender community you're saying. Feels like they should have, a, but transabled is basically well. You know, I have all my limbs work, but I, doc, I think I need you to chop off my leg because I'm transable. I don't want to, you know, identify as able, and I need you to get me to. I need to be in my right body to identify with that. The the doctor himself even said that that is a mental illness. Right. So it just baffled me that. They can admit, oh, that it's going too far. It's just this here has not gone too far. And this is an example of what of the classic saying, you give them an inch and they take a mile. Because 20 years ago, this wasn't even be a thing. But now look at us having this conversation. And 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 as a man travels all across the country only place he could seem to find the correct answer was a few people in America and he had to go all the way to Africa to ask some African people that'd be like, a man is cannot give birth and a woman can give birth. Right. You know, to get a bit, you know, very like, oh wow, very profound, yeah. very simple. Yeah. And yeah. try to do something else and that's some mental illness is going right. on. Right. right. It's like some you know, and so it's 
you know, and, 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 and mind you that the African people had had they were laughing because they had never even heard of this concept. Right. The, Who, nobody <laughs> in Africa ever presented that to them before. Right. This is their first time even hearing about this. Like, excuse me? Yeah, like, like what are you joking? Like uh, what? And so and he's like and, and so it's just showing how you know the you know the it has come a long way and it it we had to watch out for things like this because things that we that start off as innocent can or not even innocent but just start off as oh well it's no big deal it's not that it's not that big of an issue we can go on about it soon develop into way worse issues right and so that that's one thing that I want to point out and see here and also for us to be able to conserve and check this because I can tell you right now what is the next thing around the door and it is the pedophilia. They want, you know, that is going to Comes be... Comes hand in hand. It is going to be next and because it is, you know, it's already a, a touchy subject with, you know, the elites and all, you know, Hollywood and all these other type of things and people running around but also now we're making the way for people who however they identify in their mind their social status is supposed to align with that. So what happens when you have trans age people who says, I'm a kid trapped in an adult body? You know, I identify as a kid, so I should be, or you should have, you know, you have it the other way around. And so it's just, they're going to be, you know, we already jerk, we're already blurring the lines on biology itself. So in, in more years, what's to say that it's going to keep it from being further blurred? So I think this is just, and, and we, you know, something we definitely, like Richard said, we need to make sure we are, you know, steer clear from because they will love to um, gaslight black people by, again, like I said, by making us feel like we're not supporting people who are going through the same thing we're going through, which is like I think we have said before on this broadcast is very insulting to black people and things we've gone through. And, and, and so that's another thing that we just wanted to bring. And it's a very good uh, documentary. You guys should definitely check it out. It's called What is a Woman? You can check it out on Daily Mail. But if you just um, just check around on the Internet, you should be able to find a copy of it. Um, you you know, even if you have to pay for it, it's definitely well worth um, the money spent on it. So I definitely think um, y'all, that's something y'all should check out and give that a look into and so with that, we're going to get into our topic discussion of the night, which is what do we what do we think is best for black people to know? What do what do we need to know? Right. Essentially. And this is um this is what I mean by saying it's just going to be um not necessarily a general topic and discussion. But, you know, me and Rich, me and Richard will each have our own answer. We obviously see it's something different. Um, that we need to know, but I think it's just the important thing is seeing what is um, able to be discussed as well. And so, me, I think the most important thing we need to know is, excuse me, the power of balancing of of a balanced brain. Right? We have um, two hemispheres of our brain. We have a left brain, which is logic based rationale um the more this is what we can equate the more masculine side of our brain then we have a right brain which is more um abstract um puzzles art um creative this is the more feminine half of our brain right and so we um this is one thing that we um 
have, but especially realize we you know we hear about this time and time in society. But one thing that is very big, especially with society, is that we have not been learned or we have not been taught the value of having a balanced brain, and so having your left hemisphere and your right hemisphere balanced. So practicing um, logical and you know, problem-solving things, but then also doing puzzle and abstracts and creative things to work both half of your brain, work both sides of your brains, the two halves, so you can have a more holistic understanding and thought process. I think, you know, we have been very um, under the system of white supremacy and also just the uh, whole colonization process. It is a very left-brain, left-brain um type of process which is just pure masculine, pure gold, pure drive. There's no empathetic, uh, there's no empathy of for the things that you're doing to people, the things that you're doing to um, the planet and the things in the environment as well. You're not taking account those things, you're just taking account your goal and whatever helps you get to your goal fastest. This is a pure left brain form of thinking. And so I think it's important that we need to um, realize and understand the ways of balancing our hemispheres and our brains and then also understanding that this is what our ancestors in Egypt and all the, you know, ancient civilizations, things, that this is what all of their, um, the metal nature and all their stories led up to. It was all about keeping themselves balanced within nature within the science of nature and then within the psychology of nature as well. And so this is another thing that we have lost and have not been studying um, very much as well um, in modern days and modern times. And so this is why we've been coming across a lot of social issues in the society with how we've been dealing with each other, how we're dealing with people, because we have not been looking at it from a balanced left brain and right brain perspective. We've just been purely looking at it from um, for the majority of individuals, we can say, in a sense, we can say left brain. But when we talk, when I want to say, when we talk about a good majority of the black community itself, we, um, I can say one thing about us is that we're very, we need to, we need to excite our left brain more because we're very right brain focused. This is where the church and religion and believing comes in because this is also part of stimulating the right brain and things that going off things of how they make you feel and um, also uh, even more so your intuitive form of thinking. And so this is what has been, um, you know, belief systems and the subconscious mind all associated with the right brain aspect. And this is what has been accessed and used by black people. And this is, so this is, we're mostly on this side. And so we definitely have to work on, but adding more of the logic factor as well to our thought process because we are we have gone the opposite of going too far right brain and this is uh another process of the colonization process and just the indoctrination of going through something because once you basically your left brain is the is the is the masculine portion so when you you know when the masculine portion has been moved out the way that's when you go into just straight belief that follows your that influences your mind and influences your thoughts the things you believe the things you see and not a boat not a balanced hemisphere of both halves and so that is a a major thing that i think we need to study as people and understand as well 
and understand how it's being used against us in ways to um in ways to control us and get and to get us to unknowingly participate in things that are against our detriment. And so um that was just definitely one of the things I definitely think we need to learn and know about balancing our brains and balancing our perspective as well. And so Richard, um what what about you? What do you think is something that's our that we definitely need to know as black people? Well, that what you were saying is certainly <clears throat> something that we need to know as black people. That's very important, that balancing of the left and right sides, you know, that emotion versus logic. Because it, it really doesn't do us much good if we're trying to get out of something like this Holocaust that we have been subject to. So the greatest Holocaust on the planet, the worst greatest meaning, you know, the worst Holocaust on this planet before since was the African Holocaust, this uh, um, East African or West African slave trade, uh, which was horrible, done by horrible people. So if we're so right-brained that we're emotional and we can't logically think our way out of this paper bag, then we're going to be in this paper bag or box, you know, just call it a box. We're in this box and we're just so happy in this box, we can't even get out of the box because our brain imbalance. So that's something that is very important for us to know. And that um, goes into the culture. I like to talk about the cultural differences, the cultural differences of European whites and black people, people of color from Africa and worldwide. Um, as secret as it's kept, all people are African people. Every person on this planet, if you back up time, came from the small group of black people that started the population of people on this planet. That's a lot of Africa. That's at the beginning of the Nile, right? So um, it's important that we as black people understand our culture and the cultural differences because at some point in time in our lives as a people, we transitioned, we transitioned due to the geological shift uh, on this planet that caused black people in a particular part of the planet that was subject to the extreme uh, cold transform themselves into what we now see as white people, all right? And that happened in Europe. But of course, there was black folk in Europe. So the first black people, the first black Europeans before it was called Europe, Europe were black people. So that's just a little sidebar. Uh, but the culture that took so many millions of years or hundreds of thousands of years or tens of thousands of years to um, for us to create um, that aligned us with nature is what we need to be um, focused on, what, what is something that we need to really understand and how the people who classify themselves as white, <clears throat> particular groups of them have a tendency to uh, take us away from our culture and our naturalness. So then we start to do the things that they do, destroying nature, polluting water, polluting air, all for greed, all for selfishness, all for power, <clears throat> you know, 
So um, it is important that we understand how far back our culture go, and that's what makes us such nice people. And by evident, you know, anytime white folk showed up on our shores, um, they always wrote about how nice the people were, the black people were, uh, just before they destroyed them, okay? So culture is very important for black people so we can uh, be in this situation that we are, uh, but not of it, okay? So don't turn into a crazy person um, because you're around crazy people. And, and, and yeah, I think that's very important with the whole, um, like you, Richard just said, being in it and not of it, because that's a very important thing that I think has um, flooded a lot of African thoughts and a lot of African concepts. There, you know, we are being of of the world that European, you know, of European design instead of 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 in it and also and this is just even artificial design as well you know is there's there's a a artificial there's an artificial science and then there's a natural science and the natural science is more aligned with nature and will give you a greater yield and have less harmful effects to you as well this doesn't mean everything in nature is beneficial for you because there are poisons in nature that kill you. So it's not to say that just because it came from nature is good for you. You still have to, you know, rationalize and see what the thing is. You know, you may have to combine it with certain things to get certain properties out of it. But it's still, you know, it's definitely, you know, the, the things the things that we look for out of the artificial world can be given to us by nature. And that's all really the artificial world is, is just taking what we saw in nature and replicating it as well. And so that's another thing that I think we have to, what we realize when we talk about nature and these natural processes is it's, it's a way of a form of thinking that goes, that is attached to your mind or that is, you know, that you put and filter onto your mind. And this is how you see the nature and things and this is how you see things for what they are and not what they appear to be this is one of the whole reason of why we study nature because nature tells us the truth about things if we if we are just open enough to see what the story it is that is telling us and so that's another important aspect when we're, when we're talking about things things that we have that we need to know because there, you know, there's a lot of information that we call that's um, public information that has some that has some value, but not much. But then we have what we what we like to call in our field um, knowledge. We, you know, we don't consider knowledge and information the same thing. Knowledge is knowledge is to know according to this is the nation of God and earth. But I definitely can, you know, um support this definition where I'm saying knowledge is the science of facts and knowledge is to know why is why so knowledge and information are not the same thing you can you know know you can know that you have cells in your body and that you have heart cells and brain cells and kidney cells you can have all that information but to know why they become that and the, sci- and the science of facts that 
precede that is is knowledge. So that's one of the biggest things is, um, and, and like it also says to know why is why. So you know why that thing does what it does, and so that that's a that's an important aspect because when we talk about the information, a lot of things that we learn, it's just very surface. It doesn't tell us the why. And why it does what it does, it just tells us that it just gives us descriptive information of the thing itself. And so um, that's important that we want, you know, an important distinction we want to make when we're talking, when we're learning and discovering things, because we always just want to be wary of people that don't want to fully explain things and make things too, um, what we can say, I guess, complicated to explain, because as all things, um, like even in math, even the most simple, complex things can be simplified. And so that's, I think that's just one thing we want to be on the lookout for and then also make sure that we're keeping in our mind and keeping aware as well that we, you know, there are um, differences in the thought process between Africans and Europeans. And then even if we had a different thought process as Africans before we were even interacting with Europeans as well. So that's another thing as well of why a lot of times I like to go to older texts and older things because it was it was how we were originally speaking before we started before we were introduced to um artificial thoughts and artificial things. And so with that is the um Richard anything you'd like to add as we as we wrap up? Uh, yeah, I would like to add to um, <clears throat> what we need to know, um, who's behind, what we need to know is who's behind the system of control today, when did it start, and why. So that's a topic for another time that we will be, me and Kane, working on, but um, that is really important to know. That's something that it won't be just a subject matter. We're just going to do this one subject matter and then we're going to talk about it and then that's going to be it. But this, I'm saying it now because this is something that we need to be contemplating all the time. We need to be, as we walk through life and see things and engage in things, we need to have that question in the back of our minds as we examine it. Who's behind the systems of control? You know, like what control are we talking about anyway? Um, you all know, you'll you know it when you come up against it, right. right? When did it start? You know, like how long ago was this? You know, um, you know, one of my students said that we're in a better place now than when we used to be. But I told him that it depends on your vantage point. Right. His vantage point was from slavery to today. So that's the reason why he said it was better. Um, so the systems of control is where he's starting from. So I'm talking about before the systems of control, uh, before those people even was on the scene, right? So that's a whole nother thing that we, you know, uh, have to deal with. And then why, right? So why did they implement the system of control? Because that's who they are, you know? They, they implemented the system of control before they ever came in contact with anybody other than themselves, right? So um, what we need to know is that's not natural to us. It may be natural to them, but what is good for them is often bad for us. And what is good for us is often bad for them, you know? Bad for them meaning that, you know, they can't use their systems of control 
if it's good for us. Right. When we implement things that's good for us, it's natural things. It's things about harmony and peace and love and, you know, uh, all of those good Family, things, right. right? Yeah. So their normal is chaos, you know? Um, I'm going to take your stuff because I can, right? So um, we have to be clear uh, about what we need to know and um, what we need to know is how to not participate in our own self-destruction. So let us be us, let us be African, and um, let's do the right thing. Definitely, have to, I definitely think that's very important. And with that, I would just like to say, we appreciate you for joining us here at the Iron Rock Connections. I'm your host Kane. I was joined here by Richard, and we and we again we appreciate you joining us. Be sure to be sure to follow us on Facebook at Pataya Amin Ra, and also be on the lookout for our website coming up to a web browser near you. So again, we appreciate your time and develop. We appreciate your time and energy, and we will see you next time. Peace. Peace.